Top Hill Recording Podcast, episode 187. Our guest tonight, Alex Kesnell and the Board of Directors. I don't know how to feel when they talk about downtown. How the area's been cleaned up. You should go and check it out. There are holes inside that you miss. Some big enough to walk through on your way. you guys welcome to top hill recording podcast thanks so much for having us guys thank you. Hey, thank you for coming on yeah absolutely um so tell us a little bit about that first song before we get too deep sure uh so the song is called 20 years ago today and it's the the first song on our album uh which is called uh everything's important and nothing matters 
And uh, it was one of the first songs I wrote for the band. Um, and it's about it's about gentrification and it's about uh, specifically related to Cincinnati, which is where we're from. Okay. Uh, I moved there in 2020 and I just I saw a lot of the stuff happen in my neighborhood in, in OTR where I live in Cincinnati, uh, very similar to where I was uh, when I was living in Philly a couple of years prior. And I noticed that those trends are kind of probably happening everywhere. And mm-hmm. I think that there's it seemed like there was a perspective on that issue that maybe a lot of people were feeling but weren't talking about necessarily like sort of a, a sense of like discomfort about the way things are changing around you and mm-hmm. trying to be make like say in the song trying to do the right thing and be a, a be a positive part of the of your environment without changing it irreparably sort of mm-hmm. uh, and it's a difficult thing to figure out because like you know when those things happen you know obviously streets getting cleaner things getting fixed up kind of so to speak in in your neighborhood there's good there's a good aspects to that but you just want to make sure you're not displacing people who were there first and who you know who really have a lot of stake in what made that neighborhood great to begin with so it's about trying to figure that out kind of and that was um i think when i started playing these songs like open mics and stuff like that that was something that a lot of people would come up to me afterward and say like they were feeling kind of the same Mm -hmm. way as i was so i felt reasonably confident that that would be a good one to to put on the album interesting man that is actually uh you know just kind of it caught my piqued my interest because you know that that's kind of happening here in Louisville right sure, now. Portland, yeah. uh, the Portland neighborhood is going through. Uh, the government is throwing money down there, and, and they're putting in like twenty-two million dollar park, seventeen million dollar new uh, building structure. They're throwing all this money down there, and 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 you know everything you just sang about kind of goes with that. You see, you can kind of predict what yeah what's going to happen. It's going to drive prices up, housing prices. Are, you know, people are going to come in, fix up the stuff that's structurally uh, in need of repair, and then sure. next thing you know. Yeah. What does that neighborhood look like? Right, exactly. Totally, totally, man. Um, you know, that, that's very, very cool. Yeah, great song. Thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. I love the idea too. I mean, mm-hmm. I've I've not heard a gentrification song. So, so <laughs> no. nice. No, uh, Brent. Do I need to bring this camera down for the interview? You think we're okay? Okay, that will be edited out too. <laughs> no, it probably won't because I don't even like after the. Uh, here's how the my editing skills work. It goes, All right. <laughs> Right before every song and after every song, I edit the dead space. Sure. If, if somebody tells me to take something out, I'll take it out. Sure. Which happens has happened maybe once, but other than that, I think I forget about it, man. There's probably some <laughs> stuff I should have edited out. <laughs> All right, you guys. So, uh, Heather, uh, welcome to the podcast. I didn't say Heather's name anywhere in the. You know, no. <laughs> I guess you could be considered the board of directors. There's only two uh, the, of us here tonight. But the there's a large. The board is normally a little bit more extensive, but that's about all we could fit in this room. So. Hey, man, yeah, this is this is a good setup. I always love um, an acoustic guitar and an upright. Yeah, you all sound great. Such together. a cool Thanks. sound. Thanks. Thank yeah, you. Such a cool sound. Yeah, I've been having um, fun with it. So, what we like to do, first timers, is kind of go back um, to childhood. And since just the two of you, not the full band, we'll just go. Both of you can answer it um, if you don't mind. Go back as early as you can remember, and uh, if you can remember a moment. In, in your life, even, you know, just the moment where you knew that music was something that was in your soul, uh, that, that was like you, something you had to do. You became a musician and you knew that this was it. I had to do it. Was there a moment in your childhood or any time growing up where it just kind of clicked for you? You got one? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know that as a kid, I thought about growing up to be a musician, but I always connected with music a lot. Um, my grandparents had an upright piano that I used to sit down as a toddler and like plink out songs by ear. And, uh, my grandpa played uh, guitar and we had lots of bonfires at their house where he would just get out his songbook and play country and Western songs and we'd sing along. And those memories are super precious to me and mm. really important. So, yep. That, that's a, we grew up with a lot of that. Uh, Brent and I, we grew up together and there's nothing better to this day than a bonfire and a guitar <laughs> to this day. Yeah. I bet you have. For me, uh, it's weird because like, I, I don't have a good answer to this question anytime people ask me because I don't remember a time when I didn't want to play music, mm. which is weird because I didn't grow up around it. Like nobody in my family was like musical or like there wasn't really? instruments around in my house. I just, I don't, I must've been, I guess like, um, going to church or something like that i must have seen somebody playing a guitar at some point and then um then that must have got it in my head but i wanted to play the guitar from the earliest age and it stuck with me for a really long time like oh oh, lost the camera 
shit. Oh, no. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Are you okay? Up. I will survive. I mean, of all days. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you guys have a poltergeist in here or something? Dude, this house, this ha- I think this house is haunted. Yes, we were saying when we came in here, like this is the, like the entrance to a horror movie because we're coming <laughs> yeah, up. Like, oh yeah, into I the didn't forest, realize yeah. uphill recording. You guys are literally uh, people listening home. Maybe don't know we are recording on the top of a very large and scary hill, <laughs> and we like lost cell service on the way up here. We're like yep. this is either going to be like an awesome podcast or Brent and Neil are going to kill and eat us. Like that's the, that's the only option. You all have, have been blessed with some shit. I know. <laughs> I'm, see, I've been here i think this is my fifth time and never once has it been like this i mean cameras don't work stuff falling what the hell i know i'm glad that happened on tape when i call my lawyer later <laughs> my, my head and neck we'll are give you quite sore now we'll give you half of what we got and we're in the hole so <laughs> <laughs> all right let's try that again i don't sure. know where we were i think you were telling me about how music was always Oh, Just sure. There. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I can't remember a time when I didn't want to do it. Um, But I think it, it was, I think, as far as like a moment when I just figured out that it was something I needed to do, I think it was, it was fairly recently, honestly. It was maybe um year and a half, two years ago, something like that, when I, it had always been something I was passionate about. And I think I just, at a certain point, made a decision that like, I knew I wasn't going to be happy if I wasn't doing it full force. And so I think that it was just a small mental change that just Hmm. decided to just pursue it with everything that I had been putting into other things in my life and just treat music with the same level of sort of rigor. And it, it worked. It's it kind of an obvious conclusion because like you start doing the thing that you love to do and it makes you happier. You start meeting people that you can become friends with that you share that passion with. So, um, I guess that's as close as I've come to like a moment of realization, even though it was kind of there the whole time, you know, Mm -hmm. How long had you been playing guitar? I started when I was 11, and I'm about to be 31, so coming on 20 years. Okay. So the guitar ever yeah. oh, Thank you. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> so 11 years old, you're 6th uh, grade, 5th grade? Something like that, yeah. You know, that is a pivotal age of where you either stick with it or never play it again. Sure, yeah. You know, so the fact that, like, 11, because if you're 10, you probably... You give it a week and then you're done. Yeah, you could lose interest pretty quick. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what happened with me at a very young age. <laughs> I came back to it thankfully, but yeah, the the first the first go around was no good. Sure, hell yeah, um, it hurt your fingers too much. It's tough. Yeah, I had hurt my ears. I was playing Mary Had a Little Lamb, thanks Daryl Ray, yeah, and I yeah. hated. It. I was like, this is not what I want to oh, do. I yeah. wanted to play uh, like either Michael Jackson or George Michael Faith. <laughs> sure, <laughs> <laughs> you give me one of those two songs, let's go. But otherwise, yeah. Um, so what about you, Heather? Uh, how long have you been playing the bass? Um, since December. Shut up. <laughs> Are you serious? The upright I said the same thing. Since June. <laughs> bass since December, upright since June. That's yes. crazy. What month is this? September? It's September. Yeah. It's yeah. early. So it's like mid-September. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So, like, did you play anything else prior to? I did. Okay, yeah. what did you play? Um, I well, I've started playing trombone when I was in sixth grade and okay. played that all the way through high school. Um, I okay. picked up guitar when I was like thirteen. Okay. Um, yeah. So, wow. uh, trombone. Were you in the marching band? I was. Oh, okay. My my kiddo was in the marching band for a year, and then he switched over to football. And I swear, I think he misses the marching band. He's a baritone sax player. Oh, oh nice. He's got the yeah. he's got the blues. <laughs> <laughs> he holds it down, man. He does good. But uh yeah, so that is such an important education. Mm-hmm. Musical education uh, is is huge to I, especially if you stick with this. Were you in band by any chance? Yeah, it was, yeah. What did you uh, play? Play the trombone too. Trombone? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Man, it is such a Did you both learn how to play, read music? Yep. Mm-hmm. Just do you teach? What's what's going on? What are we doing? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't music. teach music. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, does it? Did it transition? Do you, do you read music as bass player, guitar player as well? Like, do you ever look at music or just play now? I mean, I when I write, I'm definitely thinking. I'm not thinking about like writing out sheet music. Like yeah. we do occasionally. Like there's a song on the the album that has a trumpet on it, and I had to sit and write out sheet music for the guy who played it for us. But um, <laughs> but as far as like uh, the actual songs we play, like we don't have like sheet music versions of the songs necessarily. But you do like write out like notes on the on the parts basically. Like some point you have some notation that you make. Right? Yeah, I have like a bastardized notation. It's <laughs> like writing out note names instead of tabs. Yeah, most of it's just locked up in my head at a certain point. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. 
kind of plays itself out once you know it, huh? Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Interesting. So do you think, like, do you think the transition, uh, Heather, we'll start with you, from trumpet to trumpet, right? Trump, trombone. 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 The slidey one. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Alan plays trum, uh, trumpet. Alex plays trombone. That's right. <laughs> Alan's also on the board of directors. He's just not here right now. <laughs> All right. So, Heather, do you think playing uh, another instrument coming up, did it roll you over to the bass? Is that why you're efficient enough to start that in January and be where you are now? <laughs> I do think uh, playing a low brass instrument does sort of translate in a lot of ways to playing mm -hmm. the low end on a stringed instrument. Yeah. Totally different setup, but just for the ear. Right. Ear yeah. quality. Ear yeah. sure. And it sounds like you play all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, and I think it's funny, too, because like both your stories about music are so different because yeah. you say you're very much like me. I always wanted to be play music ever since I could remember. Yeah, like, yeah. A guitar was like a magical thing. Sure. And you seem like you can play all kinds of stuff. And you were like, oh, I had no intention of being a musician. <laughs> you just like play all kinds of stuff. So you get to <laughs> keep playing. I think it's so interesting how that works out. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, it's 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 funny because there's a lot of people that are really just want to be a musician and you just go and you do it and other For people sure. you're just you're really good and you just, just keep playing because uh, yeah like, hey, yeah this happen How yeah it's like people here? keep asking <laughs> you to do stuff because you're good yeah it's so interesting so my, my sister-in-law was telling me a story and this kind of goes to what you're talking about because i just saw bruno mars at uh bourbon and beyond last night and it was insane i mean it was crazy it was one of the i saw michael jackson when i was 10 and i thought it was amazing and then like the next best stuff i've seen is like Billy Strings in Headliners and Marcus King in, in, in uh, Mercury Ballroom in these tiny venues before they're huge. Um, but seeing shows like that, there's been a, a few of them, but Bruno Mars was amazing. And, and my sister-in-law was telling me a story where she used to live in Hawaii. And when uh, she talked to an old friend recently, and they went to this resort thing for a night while they were on the Big Island or something like that. I don't remember the details, but... The detail I do remember is, is when she was talking to her friend, they were like, hey, you remember that kid, that four-year-old that got up and did Elvis impressions? And they are like, yeah, yeah, that was Bruno Mars. So wow. Oh, wow. talk about somebody who's like, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to grow it. And I mean, that's just what he was, you know, people, are, some people are born to do stuff. Some people had the desire and just like, I'm, when those things meet is when it just becomes yeah. insane. It's like magical. All right, that's all I got to say. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm going to have to catch Bruno now. So You really you've, do. You've man, talked you him up to, all day. So. I didn't mean to. I didn't think I'd be in here talking about Bruno Mars <laughs> after all the other uh, shows that we saw. I mean, it was killer. But and speaking of the killers, the killers are good. Yeah, yeah, man. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on in Louisville right now. All kinds of good big shows. Um, but I really like you spend so much time at local shows. I mean, there's uh, such a great, great crop of, of players around here and great, great musicians. What is, uh, you guys are at Cincinnati now. What does that music scene look like as a local music scene? Is there a big local music scene for, and support inside of that? There is. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Cause I, I think it's, um, there's definitely being so close to Kentucky and being this part of the country, a lot of it is sort of tailored towards sort of like bluegrass and country mm -hmm. and sort of blues players and stuff like that. And we're kind of, we're a little bit outside of that in some regard because we're kind of like, like a punk band or like pop punk band, kind mm -hmm. of a little bit more in that direction. But everybody's really receptive to it. Like, yeah. it was the cool thing. It was like, I was thinking coming here, playing these songs, like um, being, you know, from out of town originally, I was thinking like, people aren't going to be into like whatever it is we're doing. But even like the the real hardcore, like bluegrass and country guys were responding to kind of like what the way we were playing. And awesome. you can do shows with people in other, in other genres and it's not weird, you know? So it's definitely a cool uh, environment. I think some people get kind of get freaked out about like maybe if there's not a lot of bands that sound like you, but mm -hmm. in Cincinnati, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like everybody's, everybody's down to just, support whoever's playing and like everybody kind of knows each other but it's a big enough scene that there's still kind of room to grow as well sweet so do you do that a lot where you have a bunch of like not everybody has to sound the same type of shows right oh yeah i've been Preference. yeah i love doing those yeah, kind of yeah. shows it's fun because you get like crossover crowds which is always cool because like most people like different types of music yeah. and is i mean like you all are different, but you make really, I mean, your music's great. And I listen to a lot of it on the way on the drive over here too. And so anytime, even if it's different, when you make something that's good, people will listen. Sure. And so like, you definitely have really, really good, good stuff. Well, and the thing about like, um, 
especially punk pop, it's poppy. I mean, it has yeah, ear, I mean, it's like ear earworm. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. why yeah, you you can't not like it. Like it's just, you, it's, just well, it's like I don't know. I, just, I, don't know. I mean, no, well, yeah, we don't like we yeah, don't fuck like them those if they people. Don't like them, we don't yeah. like them people. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's just like yeah, it's catchy. It's I love pop <laughs> punk. It's it's good stuff. So. Thanks, man. But yeah, you all make good stuff. Do you come? Do you play in Louisville much? Or we? Uh, this is our first time in Louisville, actually. Huh. Well, this weekend. really? Yeah, so, yeah. We just played last night at um, the Highlands Tap Room with a oh, band called FMK, <laughs> who's from Louisville. Yeah, uh, and they were fantastic. Um, <laughs> but we had a really good time with them. But yeah, this this weekend is our first time. Oh, in the Louisville. Tap Room. Yeah, that's a yeah. That's yeah. yeah that, that was great. Yeah, that was, that's a, a cool little room. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that. Well, but, if you uh, ever want to come back, let me. Yeah, absolutely. We'll hit you guys up. No. There you go. Yeah, it's a super easy drive and cool yeah. town to hang out in. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah, you know, I wonder why there isn't. Uh, I bet there would be a lot more of that if there were a lot more connections made in between. So maybe you guys can be the gap fillers. You know? Yeah, that's what we're trying to yeah. do, man. Yeah. It's like it's like it's not that far. People... No, it's not. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll hit yeah. you up for some shows. Oh. I'll I'll do a show with you only two hours, right? Cool. I mean, it's a, it's an easy drive. Nah, yeah, it's not too bad at all. I used to make it all the time. It was not it's because it's in drive. a different state. People are like, oh, I gotta get all the way to Kentucky. I'm like, you can walk to Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, and then most people that uh, go up to Kentucky are like, yeah, we'll stay in Newport. We'll just right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now I love uh, Cincinnati. Downtown Cincinnati is awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's fun, man. There's all kinds of stuff to do. I love it down there. All right, well, you want to play another song for us? Sure, yeah, What absolutely. do you got for us? Uh, the next song, we're going to do Victoria, right? Yes. Yes, the next all song right. is called Victoria.
I'm so sorry, Victoria. I couldn't bring myself to watch you drive away. So I'm calling just to see if you're okay. I know it hasn't even been a day. I fell asleep with all the lights on. I was afraid that I might see you in my dreams. Tori, you're always haunting me. Can't get you to fade from memory. Yeah, man. <laughs> Great song. Dude. Killer lyrics. Man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Right, Great harmonies, guys. too. Yeah. The, the, uh, harmonies came out of nowhere. Yeah. You were singing a song about baseball, and harmonies came out of left field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God. I didn't know we were. Uh, yeah. I was a singer, man. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah, I know, because he's like, I had no plans to be a musician. I just play seven instruments yeah. and sing harmonies. Yeah. So you just know, nailing it. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Anyway, man, that's uh, that was lyrically really, really cool. Thanks, man. man. Yeah. yeah, some of yes, the, it some, was. Yeah, some of those tie-ins and you know, talking about bringing that was awesome. Thanks, I was, thank you. I was already impressed, like given uh doing state trivia and then i was got slipknot and uh <laughs> music man and then we go into baseball and you got me at baseball man I, oh yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah is that right <laughs> big cubs fan so was, oh we we're talking about baseball the river river oh, bandits river bandits yeah we used to have river bats now it's the bats so river bandits so i was like ooh, oh, okay <laughs> yeah that's a great lyrically man lyrically strong song thanks man killer. i appreciate another it. great song another great that's song. why I, no, everyone should like it i don't get it that's the thing like music is hard <laughs> except for, for everybody but heather uh obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah. Music, <laughs> music is hard it, it, it's so it's kind of the cool thing about, you know, like when you were talking about coming and being a different part of the lineup and a different thing in the lineup because sure. it's hard to write and and stand alone in anything because so much stuff is released. So many people yeah. uh put things out there. I mean, the 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 if you look at the statistics, they're they're they'll freak you out. Oh, yeah, for staggering. sure. It's like uh, a billion hours a minute uploaded to YouTube. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, so it, uh, I think it's cool when you are able to go to a lineup and kind of set your own spot, and especially with what you're doing. I mean, I, I, I've been to shows, local shows and stuff, and I, I don't see a lot of stuff that's like this right now. No, I don't know? either. So it's it's very, very... Thanks. I think, it's, I think it is... It helps you, doesn't hinder you oh, to cool. be the, hey, we're not like this guy. We're kind of sandwiched in between a bluegrass lineup and a whatever, sure. something or other. So, I, you know, man, I think that's like a, a feather in the cap. Yeah. Thanks. Thank levels. you. You could fit in all, because I'm sure too with the whole band, I mean, you would fit in all kinds of lineups. Yeah. Like, it it is, help, it's yeah. not like not folky, like in its content. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I love like the, just like, the pop punk of it, even oh, just with you, just the you. two of you, it's really cool. Like, I, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm definitely going to be hitting you all up. But there's all kinds it. of yeah. I bet you all could end up on all kinds of cool bills with. That's awesome. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, and there's definitely like a. Do you? And I guess I'll ask this too. In your main band, like, what all? What kind of instrumentation do you have it's, with everybody? It's guitar, bass, and drums. So oh, cool. We're not, I got we're you. not missing yeah. too many people. Oh yeah, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, but um, yeah, but it'll uh, it's it's definitely a different vibe when it's not you know like everything's all acoustic. Yeah. So we kind of cool. rearrange things a little bit to do this. Today. Well, you definitely got to come do some shows down here and meet some. Yeah, people. absolutely. There's some. There's a great open mic scene in Louisville too. You should yeah. if you ever down on like a come down on a Thursday and can, there's some really good people out and you can there's like touring acts that oh wow come out and go to open mic and stuff That's awesome. so yeah it's, wow. there's all kinds of people from beginners to I mean the girl who runs it yeah she's yeah. in like a touring band and, yeah there's all kinds it. of people but yeah you can meet all kinds of Very folks cool. out if because I know you mentioned you went to open mics and stuff sure, you should yeah. come down and do some shows for sure because oh, there's yeah. all kinds of places that would really like having you I mm -hmm. think That's awesome yeah it's great to hear yeah. Yeah, man, for sure. So how do you go about uh writing? What's the process like for you? 
Oh man, um, I get a like a quill from a buzzard and I put it into a cat <laughs> and I write on a parchment paper. Now, interesting. Uh, now, <laughs> no, but um, Lord, it, bless me with a tune. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's damn a, floats a feather. There's a seance involved. Now it's um, sensory deprivation. Right. Chamber. Yeah. Oh, it's you, it's funny. Like weird little things will will um, sort of. To sort of get stuck in my head and give me an idea to start writing something like it, I think it's uh, a matter of just being kind of a lot of times the idea is sort of sitting right below the surface and I just have to realize it's there and then the subject matter will it, if it's if it's something that's worth writing about it, it usually comes pretty naturally at that point so a lot of times the most difficult part of it is just figuring out what's the actual like tone of the song or like what's the subject I'm trying to write about. And then, like figuring out the music and the melody and the every other part of it that you really think about in the song comes sort of from that. But all the work goes into like figuring out, like sort of like what you're saying before, like what are you going to write about? Like, there's any number of songs. Like Victoria is a love song, obviously, but it's like there's a lot of weird sort of idiosyncrasies about it that I think are what people tend to respond to. And those are those parts of like why is it going to be in Iowa or why is it going to be you know mm -hmm. about this specific thing? That all was like based on a real experience where. Um, the job, I, I guess the statute of limitations on this story is off because I quit this job. But um, <laughs> uh, a while, uh, like maybe two years ago now, um, I used to have a job where I traveled around a lot and I was working um, out in Iowa for a little bit. And I met a woman that worked for the same company as me, whose name was Victoria. Um, and I just got like the biggest, like dumbest schoolboy crush on this woman, like everything, like holding doors open, saying, ma'am, like every little, uh, full, Victoria? all the stops. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, I couldn't stop thinking about her for a long time. I was like flying back to CVG, listening to like sad Tom Waits songs on my iPod and <laughs> stuff like that. Like it was really bad. Um, but I, after a while I realized there's nothing I do about it. I mean, she lives like 600 miles away and she's, you know, uh, we're coworkers, like just a whole bunch of reasons it wouldn't work out. Uh, so I decided I would write a song about what could have happened if we'd met under different circumstances. And so oh. it was all just that, that was, again, that was the moment where I was like, oh, well, if I just changed like one or two things about this and made up a story going in that direction, it was like, oh, I remember when I was there, when I was in Iowa and I went to this place and like, what else is happening down there? And like, what would I do if I did meet her at a party? I would probably start talking about Slipknot and just rattling off like weird stuff that I know about Iowa and like the music man and stuff like that. So it was all, it felt genuine, but it was also like, it's also fictional at the same time. So it's a weird kind of, that's very, very middle cool. ground yeah that's super cool man that's that's awesome plus uh you know it, it ties in the, i think the real life aspect of it just ties in it makes you sing it with conviction you know yeah exactly it, it's it's not forged and you know what if you never know, you know? <laughs> it's just what it is it's a what if it, it is cool to write a song yeah, about hey, I mean, everyone thinks about that what could happen so yeah yeah here's something that could have happened sure cool. sure yeah great yeah. song thanks yeah. man yeah I heard Victoria sucked anyway. Yeah, she was awful. That's what I heard. You dodged a bullet. Yeah, dude, you really did. I think I saw on Judge Judy a couple weeks ago. Like, and she lost. She yeah. lost. Yeah, she's Judge Judy yelled at her. And you don't want that. <laughs> no. All right. Oh man, she created. A, hey, you got a song out. There of you it, go. Right? All, I heard that's the only thing good that ever happened to Victoria is that she gave you a song. So there you go. You didn't miss anything, man. I'm just, you there know, you I'm go. Saying. I feel a lot better now. No, dude. That, <laughs> cool way. To, how do you? How do you write? Do you have a real like? Do you have a process where that you iron it out, or does it just come? I I don't really have a process too much. Like, honestly, <laughs> I just whenever I feel like writing, I get in kind of little jags, but then I'll been in years of jags. Yeah. Well, I, it just whenever I feel like I get inspiration or whatever, I don't know. I don't really have anything specific. I'll just get my phone and start strumming and typing until usually I try to get it done just to make sure it's done and then I can change stuff later. But yeah. Yeah. Not always. Sometimes I write a couple lines and then I <laughs> drift away into something totally unrelated. Oh, well, weed. Goes, but, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that's like ah, the, both the inspiration and like the hindrance. You took too many hits, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Heather, would you write? I do not write. I, I'm sure if you did, it'd be a number one hit. <laughs> You're like, oh, I just, I just accidentally wrote, wrote this down. And then, you know, it would take off. I could see it. So, um, do you, when you, when you write, this is a weird, how do you hear it? Do you, when, when the idea comes to you sure. and the lyrics come to you, uh, do you, 
do you hear the melody line? Do you know what, not necessarily what key it's in, but sure. do you know every movement it's getting ready to make as you're singing it? If you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Uh, the way I always think of that, because I think about this a lot, because uh, every now and then someone will ask me, like, how to, and it's, I'm trying to understand it myself sometimes. But it, to me, it's like, it's like there's a song playing on a radio that's yeah. like down a long hallway or something. And like, you can hear it, but you don't have all the details necessarily. Like, you could kind of, you can sort of make it out. And like, you kind of just have to start walking down that hallway and see if you can find where it's at. And every now and then it's a dead end and it's a crap song and you throw it away. But uh, every, most of the time, if it's compelling enough to like get stuck in my head, then I'll, I'll just have to kind of keep rolling it around. And like once I hit on something, then it'll it'll just sort of keep playing like over and over and over in my head until all the little variations on the melody kind of work themselves out. And then the, eventually the song just gets done that way. Yeah. So it's, it happens like writing happens like 99% in my head and like 1% actually with a guitar in my hand, which is yeah. kind of weird. But yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. You that is not at all. No. Really? No, you have to no like I'm strumming. Like when I'm writing, I mean, I write really simple songs. I'm strumming. I get some chords. I get a groove or whatever it is. And then a melody kind of pops into my head. I like hum it. And then whatever line like kind of comes out first is usually what, if I like it, that's what I build the song interesting. off of. Like it's really simple. Like I don't ever. It's really rare that I'm like, oh, I want to write a song about this, and then I sure. do. I'm just, it's just kind of whatever comes out. If I like the line, then I make it whatever is relatable to me. I don't know whatever. If I like it, I go with it. If I don't, I don't. Do you always start with music then? Always, yeah. It's always start with music. Always, yeah. I don't know if I've ever just like, I've maybe have like wrote down a line that's popped into my head, but a mel with a melody like attached to it, but. uh I always, I'm usually, almost always strumming, or very rarely I'll get on the piano and just do some chords. But yeah, it's all, yeah, it's all, I always love talking to people about how they write because I feel like I write really simple. Like it feels very simple to me when people ask because people do ask that question. Sure, it's yeah. like, how do you answer? It's like, I just strum yeah, and then I just it, type yeah. like on my phone as it comes out. Like and and I do like think about it obviously as it gets started to try to like work it out because you kind of have like a melody in your head, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't have it's it's really it's it's not very exciting. The si <laughs> like it's boring. The silent assassin in the corner has released more music than anybody in this room. Is so that right? How do you uh how do you process that type? Like what do you start with? Do you, does it change for you? Like is it different? Do sometimes you write like music first or is it always lyrics or any of that? I don't know. I don't consider myself a Just songwriter. Just how you write, man. Nobody cares if you consider yourself anything. Write. We didn't ask you that. Like, you've got a bunch of songs. I write shitty songs when I'm going through, like, for therapy mainly. Yeah, I mean, that's my thing is, like, I write when I'm going through stuff. Like The process. Yeah, pretty much. Out. Pretty much. Like, yeah. otherwise, so, I'm not really inspired to play a lot. Is it lyric-based uh, specifically? Mm. Or you just kind of start playing something and then have something to say? And you like what you're playing. Sometimes I'll like strum the guitar. Uh, sometimes I might hear like a melody line in my head and record on my phone. Yeah. Sometimes I would like write a line down, maybe. Sometimes I hear a drum beat. Uh, or, like not very often, but he's a, he's a it just kind of depends. First. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. So that's really interesting. And, yes, it's always interesting because everybody's different. That's what I I say this every time, but that's my favorite thing about mm -hmm. music is how there's so many different ways to do. Right. Every aspect of it, literally, like from mm -hmm. like writing to releasing to social media to anything in between to booking or whatever, and everyone does it a little different. And yeah, it's absolutely. very cool to like listen to how people do stuff because it's you can learn a lot or you can you can learn well, you always learn a lot whether it's you, something you should try or something you should sure, <laughs> not yeah. do at all. So you said a lot of stuff in there that was like ooh, like booking <laughs> and stuff like that. I, 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 I know it's good to know. The last thing I want to do is call somebody and be like, hey, can I come play? Just because oh, that's my worst part. Yeah, even that. Even oh, it's that, horrifying. Yeah. I just, I just, it's, uh, yeah, hey, no. I, I gave that up years ago. That's why I quit playing. I don't want to talk to anybody. What about, yeah, what just, about you now? Is everything guitar? Do you play no, piano? Dude, no, no, it's everything. It's, uh, it's generally, I'll lose, I'll lose six songs a day, you know, because I won't sit and go, okay, do you, I need to Do you record that. like a voice memo? Uh, it, it, like, sometimes like I, I wrote and this is not normal uh, just because I, I normally don't take the time to sit down but uh, I had a couple things pop in my head today that I wrote down uh, their choruses I know what I know what they are I know what key they're in I haven't touched a guitar I know the melody line I know where they're going to go I don't know anything else about it but the course is done 
like one's an E. I haven't played it yet, but it's it sounds in my head. I went. I, that's the one I sent a, a message. Uh, we have a group message. I said I just wrote a Sturgill Simpson chorus because huh. <laughs> it sounds. It, it, it's just lyrically arranged and sounds like a. I, I stole it from Sturgill Simpson. And I didn't. It just popped in my head and I wrote it down. I'll probably never record it or play it or use it, but. That is it. funny. Do you ever sit down and try to write a song or find yourself writing a song in the style of somebody else, but then it comes out like a little yes, bit off? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, there was just for a small example, there was one time I, I was listening to Bill Weathers a lot and he has uh, uh, used me up. And I, I love that song, but I wanted to write uh, a song about Let Me Use You, just kind of like a, a call and response to that, not to him. <laughs> but you know, just uh, just kind of like a a, a dirty, uh, yeah, yeah. kind of sexy thing. It, it was definitely not. I mean, you know, I can't write sexy, but <laughs> uh, I pull off the dirty. Um, so yeah, I mean, sometimes a lot of, I think if you are a, a lover of music, you're gonna write something and uh, that's that's yours and it's true to you and it is an original song, to where you go. That's kind of feels like I took something from this band sure. even though you didn't or if it's just like a couple notes here's an example i mean not the 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 victoria the bond okay man who sold the world that's what i heard you know so i mean oh, it, yeah. you didn't rip it off the, but that bass line called my ear oh to, from uh, from in, in 20 years that one yeah, part in 20 yeah, years, yeah, yeah, in 20 yeah, yeah. years that called me to that song which made me feel familiar to that sure, song yeah. and connected me to it it, it it is a baseline that is used in a ton of stuff, and, sure. and when you hear uh, that that beautiful arrangement of notes, it draws your ear, and and it's just you know you always there's only twelve twelve notes, you know I mean, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's 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 seven chords. It's just there's only so much you can do. Sure, yeah. I say twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good enough. Good enough. So it's just like I don't know, man. I think I, I like familiar. Like, yes. yeah, like, I yes. mean, and like, I, that's something like, I know we talked about writing that when I wrote and even when I record stuff that I had to get over, just like, it's okay to sound a little like something else. That's just like music. Unless you're doing something pretty crazy. Like if you're trying, like if you're inside of a genre, it, it should sound like something within that. I, I think it, yeah. like whether if it's pop punk or whatever, right. if it doesn't sound like that to some extent, like then what are you, then you're not doing that. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I kind of make Americana country music and that's what it, I got it sounds like. Other stuff. You ready? I got one for you. What do you, who do you think of when you hear the song January by Tyler Lance Walker Gill? If you don't say Dwight Yoakam, you're crazy. <laughs> it sounds like a Dwight Yoakam song. It sounds just like, an old school Dwight Yoakam song, and 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 Tyler, uh, he probably wouldn't mind me saying that at all because I'm sure he loves he loves those old school musics. But it's just there are songs that you go, oh my gosh, I could see somebody cutting that like that song that I wrote. I could see Sturgill Simpson, not that he would, but you know, it's just such a setup like a song of his that you know I don't know, man. Music's weird. It's hard and it's weird. That's all I've established so far tonight. <laughs> that should be the tagline for your guys' podcast. Stop <laughs> recording. Music's weird. Music's weird, <laughs> man. I don't know. <laughs> Keep music weird. Still from uh, Austin and Louisville. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, man. I, uh, how about you? I want to play a, another song. Yeah, let's us? do it. All right, what you got? This song's called Company Man. It took me 30 years in this industry To admit that it's no place for family You can ask my first two wives about that Cause I spend more nights on hotel sheets My friends have learned not to count on me For anything but Christmas cards and texts But it didn't always used to be this way There just came a time when we Ready then to sign my life away Hoping it would 
Are you thirsty, kid? I've got this round. We've known each other a while now. If memory serves, you started here in June. I'd like to know what you want from life. I can tell you now what I got from mine. I wrote ambition like a bull till it knocked me loose. Put myself through school on the GI Bill. A company man. Always thought when I got older I could make up for lost time But as the top of the hourglass empties out I'm starting to realize There's not one laugh left in my lungs So kid, hold on to what you love Promise me Promise me Cause I don't want you Another good one, man. Yeah, great song. Great tune. And again, great harmonies. Oh, yeah. Kill it low, man. You stayed low on it. It was awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. So we just have a, a little bit left to go to wrap it up. But I guess we, uh, in honor of our buddy Brad, we're going to do Weston's questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and since there's just the two of you, I'll uh, ask you each. Sure. And I know this is everybody's probably favorite question. Tell us one non-music thing about you that we should know. And Heather, if you want to start. Um, I work in theatrical costuming and costume design. No kidding. <laughs> that is really cool. Yeah. That sounds exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a fun job. So always working in a theater or like schools? What are you everywhere, anywhere and everywhere? Um, yeah, I've done a lot of like freelance design and I used to teach, but right now I work full time in a, in a regional theater. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. yeah. That How that. long have you been doing that? Uh, 10-ish years. Oh my that gosh. Is, yeah, that is very yeah. neat. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So fun. what's like your uh, favorite thing you've ever designed or created or oh i really love creating like creaturey type costumes okay 
So, so we're coming up on your favorite time of year then. Huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, that's where like my love of costuming really started was with Halloween costumes. But um, working on shows like Peter Pan or you know things that have like fantastical elements like that, and just sort of figuring out how to build those things. Um, I built some Velociraptors for a really weird musical called Enron a few years ago. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, that kind of stuff is my jam. That's awesome. Yeah, that is a that very cool like job. A fun, fun, <laughs> fun job. I'm right. musical thing about me. Um, I got second place in the Pinewood Derby when I was in Cub Scouts. This <laughs> <laughs> is probably my, my most recent non-musical accomplishment. <laughs> it's been a it's been a dry spell, guys. What well, was a uh, man? I wish I could have remembered Ricky Bobby right in that moment. <laughs> second place is the first loser or something like that. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> yeah, if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> Damn it, man. It would have been so funny a couple of seconds ago. <laughs> well, edit it out and just start. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the laugh. Yeah, that's going to look novel. I won't do it. But I'm going to leave all that in. Please oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This is definitely a more fun question. A nightmare gig or just like a memorable one that you all have had. And you can be like a... Each of you can do one. It can be a one for the band, or it sounds like I know you play like thirty instruments. So you, <laughs> when I like how when that you, number keeps going. Yeah. Up. <laughs> you play about seventy-five instruments, right? right? Something like one hundred and fifty. You can only not play three instruments, <laughs> <laughs> and one of There's them is only the oboe. <laughs> do you have a nightmare gig? Uh, not that comes to mind. Do you have a nightmare? It can just be. It can be funny. Issue? Yeah. Like a wardrobe oh. malfunction? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Anything that's been just... Anything that, that has camp. a quick change has the potential to go disastrously bad. Oh, really? Yeah. You yeah. usually nail it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I'm obsessive about the details. That's why you got the you job. Have it, yeah. And that's why you were hired. Yeah. And have it after 10 years. I couldn't imagine that would be years. an easy job to keep. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. A uh, nightmare gig for me. Um, it's not really a gig experience, but um, I, I recently just started doing a job um, doing home repair. And um, the, they have like meetings. That was like during my orientation. I got to meet all the other people. It's like 20 or some odd other guys there. And they do background checks on you, obviously. So I have a pretty conspicuous last name. So they found the band pretty quickly. <laughs> um, and so during my first meeting, without any context, my boss just started playing one of our music videos. And for like, it didn't say like, hey, and this is our new guy, Al. Alex and he's going to be like he's just they just started playing it it was this video for this song called Luciferes which is like a cartoon like really kind of like like funny kind of love song and not the vibe you want to be given off when you're going to be like building houses <laughs> with people and shit and so I'm sitting there and they're just look I'm total stranger to these people and they're looking at the screen and they're looking at me like is that the guy it was like <laughs> and this song I don't know if you guys have heard it this song is 75 minutes long like it's the <laughs> longest song in the world and I'm just sitting there the whole time waiting for it to end and he's like I just thought that was great anyway and like everyone was like what was that <laughs> like, it took everybody a while to put it together and then like but it's every job I've done since then like somebody will eventually ask me after a little while they'll be like so was that really rough for you I was like it was brutal dude it was oh like, God, absolutely dude, that brutal <laughs> that is nightmare that is horrifying yeah you know, I, when you uh, you started with um well, when I started my new job, they did background checks. I thought that was going to go in a completely different <laughs> no, way. I, I know. Figured out I had I no idea what that was in jail. Was yeah. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> mind like was definitely thinking a like, different direction. Smuggled drugs <laughs> <from> somewhere. <laughs> I had a checkered pass before the ban. Let's not get into it. <laughs> it wasn't. They found out about Tijuana. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't, don't talk, talk about, about Tijuana. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> and don't mention it. <laughs> All right. Last question. And uh, this is. So Sensy regional, yeah, man. yeah. Let's say Sensy centric. Last uh, local artist to Cincinnati that you all have listened to that you think is like, yeah, or just you, in that you, area. You all should know here know about this band or this person. That's like yeah. you know what I'm gonna say. What I are you gonna what say? Gonna <laughs> <laughs> Give your answer first. Um, I will shout out to a band called Get Wrecked, uh, who's been on the scene about the same amount of time that we have. That's right, and uh, it's four dudes. They play. Hardcore punk with a lot of humor, and they're super fun to play with. 
and great guys. Yeah, they're great. I think they're putting out an EP relatively soon. But so if you got a chance, people listen to the podcast, check it out. They're really, really fun. All right. Um, my my pick is going to be Under Tipper. Um, it's this band that I've been obsessed with for about a year. Under uh, Tipper. Under Tipper is That's the name of the band. band. Actually, it's probably <laughs> it, it, they're they're a great band. It's like it's sort of in like the '90s, like Epitaph or um, like Fat Records kind of uh, okay. punk. Like really catchy, really funny. Um, great dudes um, that were a, a big inspiration to me when I got started playing here because they were like doing like the exact kind of music music that I wanted to to play and then after we got started in the scene we got to pl- do a show with them and then we get to they actually um their lead singer came and sang on one of our songs that we just put out recently Sweet. so it's been a really cool like full circle moment to get to actually meet somebody that I look up to so much so uh, they're and they're a great band so if you if you like us though you'll probably like under Tipper too right on man all right so uh for all our listeners and viewers that that want to come see you play or find you on uh, Spotify or you know social media is where can they find you? Sure. Uh, so you can. I mean, if you look up the my my name, uh, you'll pretty much find the band. You Alex. Spell it. <laughs> spell it. You can spell it wrong. I've tried, um, <laughs> and you'll still find it. It's uh, Kaznell, K A S Z N E L. Uh, Alex Kaznell on all social media and everything. Alex Kaznell on the board of directors. That'll you'll, that'll get you there as well. Uh, it's on Spotify and Apple Music and all the different places that you can get music. Check out the Bandcamp, alexkaznell.bandcamp.com. Bandcamp Fridays, man. Bandcamp Fridays. They're good, and you know, there's you can get you can download the songs and stream them there as, as well as you want, like the same way you can do anywhere else. But you can also get like T-shirts and merch and stuff like that if you're Sweet. into that. And if you buy something on our merch page, I would will write you a handwritten thank you note. I always do. I promise you that. Oh, so, that's awesome. um, uh, but yeah, um, at, at any rate, and then we got um, I don't know when ex- when exactly this is getting posted, but we're um, playing like three weeks, three weeks, something Wait. like that. Ish, ish, yeah, three weeks, <laughs> sometime in October, I think probably we're three weeks out. Yeah. So we're doing, is it the 27th, October 27th? Yes. Uh, October 27th, we do these um, these DIY shows at our Legion Hall up in Mount Washington in Cincinnati, and we're doing a Halloween show on Friday, October 27th. Nice. It's going to be us and Jess Calloway and uh, a band from Richmond, Indiana called Misunderstood, and... Uh, I'm blanking on the who last is Baker's last, basement. Baker's basement. Baker's basement is coming out from Cleveland to to play with us. So uh, we're uh, we're really excited to have that. Um, and it's gonna awesome. be an awesome show. And people can wear costumes and do everything. We're probably have the best host, uh, costume of the night. <laughs> yeah, I, I can you only imagine. Best costume. <laughs> you always win best costumes. <laughs> I mean, hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's gonna be a great time. So anybody who's in the the greater Cincinnati area should definitely come check that out. Right on. Man. All right, well, uh, you want to take us out with one? Absolutely. All right, what you got for us? This song's called 16 on Center. The insulation they blew into the walls that stand between us To suppress the sound of you singing 16 on center They space the studs Drywall finishers Tape the mud But your voice bleeds through that R15 Like it's gauze on top of surgery And I'm lonely Okay, fine, I'm lonely From the shots on the street view But they didn't prepare me For the moment I'd meet you Decorating the front porch They changed the name of this street In the First World War But the city council don't hate Germans no more At least that's how you put it both started laughing in our duplex off Hamburg Street. At 5 a.m. I hear the shriek of your alarm app. Then the built-in speakers in your phone start running through podcasts. And I try to imagine 
imagine what I'd do if I woke up lying next to you. But the story sounds better if you hum the tune and let the feeling pass. I've been trying to write a song for you, but lately it's all verses with no hook to hold them together. Based off the records you recommended, you probably call this emo bullshit. The rhyme seems inconsistent, and the plot. Points are disconnected. I wanna solve you like a puzzle, but you're a habit I can't grow out of. I know it doesn't make sense, but I don't know how else to put this. Great, great songwriting, man. Thank you, thank you. Guys, thank you. That's it. Right. That, 